0: Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. All right, a new era in afternoons on KTAR Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. If uh we are we are new to the six o'clock hour. Yeah. Well, we're new to the four and five. I'm o'clock new to all hour. of them. <laughs> How's that? Uh yeah, but we should we should introduce ourselves to everybody okay. in the six o'clock hour. I am Gatos. Hi, I'm Bruce. He is. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we you, you know said what? introduce I thought, ourselves. I thought we had this thing going here. You said introduce what is ourselves. it the ying and yang kind of thing? i just you okay, know. So you can introduce me. Well, I don't want to know. Okay, it's a little bit. It's a little that. late. Well, tr- you know what? We'll try it again tomorrow at okay, six. Deal. How does that sound? Sounds like a deal. All okay. right. Can I just with some numbers here? I'm writing numbers. Okay. Um, I'm no good at math, but I will listen to numbers. Right. This is what's happening on the border. Because if you're just joining us, you haven't heard. Cinema's border deal was voted down. Boy, yeah. that didn't take long. No. Boy. We had her on like <laughs> today's Wednesday. We had her on Monday. We had noon. her on Monday, and they already voted it down. Yeah, it 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 died in less than forty eight oh. hours. Wow. All right, but how bad is it at the border? Let me give you a couple of uh, uh, numbers that mm-hmm. Border Patrol I- I is putting out. Um, we've surpassed one million migrant encounters at the southern uh, border. So you say, well, what kind of time frame are we looking at? Okay, over what period? Okay, of at least one million. 3,575 have crossed into the United States since October 1st. It's a lot. So, October, November, December, this four months. It's 250,000. Oh, 250, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Last year, during the same time frame, almost a million, a little bit less. Still horrific. Uh, roughly the same. Right. A lot of people are talking. Well, twenty thousand of the one million from China. China's not our friend. Are they sending people here to kill us? We talk about China's not our friend. My TV was made by them. <laughs> an awesome job. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know anything about that. I don't know who these people from China are. I don't I, know any of them are. I don't know cross. if they're dangerous. No. I, I have no idea. The Problem is, you, some people are saying uh, since it's China, you've got to be very careful. Okay, I'm and not a lot of them. Of the a lot of them are are, are crossing illegally by the way, into the San Diego sector. So with these type of numbers, Bruce. But you say crossing illegally. Uh-huh. And I bristle at that. Okay. Uh, an overwhelming majority, I should say, of of people who are from China are doing that. So not the one million. Because you can cross over the vast over majority of people into the US are crossing with asylum. Are crossing at designated border crossings. No gallus. I don't, think I don't think they're crossing at those things either. I think that they're they're no, cut, they are. they're cutting through the wall and coming. They're in. coming through and they are presenting themselves right. and they're seeking asylum. Yes. And most That's of That's not illegal. I know. Most of them Does are. Does it make them illegal? I no, get it. I'm not arguing they're not lying. Yeah, most oh, hold of them on, are, on a second. Yeah. I, but I can't adjudicate which ones are lying and which ones aren't lying. I think most of them But it is a legal system we have that they can say the word asylum yes. and it starts a process. It's like a magic word to get in here and it yes. shouldn't become a magic word to if get in. If only here. we could change if the law. If only we could change the asylum law to make it harder to claim asylum. Cinema's bill, she told us, would quickly quickly, um, decide asylum cases. Yes. So it was something like we can figure it out in six months instead of like, I don't know, 18 years. Well, here's also (laughs) something that the bill would have done. All right. You could not... Claim asylum if you crossed the border unlawfully through a hole in the fence or whatever. You didn't come through a legal port of entry. You couldn't use asylum as your argument. But in Lukeville, when the border was when the port was closed, yeah. most of the people that came to the wall claimed asylum. Yeah. Not at a port. I mean they came through the they came well, through Luke the Phil, wall that was, is a, uh, I get it, but they came through the wall. Hundreds yeah. of people came through the wall. Hey, asylum. And you're like, okay, what are you here for? Well, I want to work. That's not asylum. No. Well, if only you could change the law. I know. If only you could change the law. Mm. Mm. I don't like the law. Let's be me I don't like it. Which one? The asylum the, law. The, 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 I believe easy. the asylum law. The asylum law is being abused by people no doubt. who are not fleeing persecution. They are coming here for economic reasons. It's being abused. Change the law. Should we just stop talking about the border? I think so. Like, and I and because it's not an invasion. An Invasion is people with guns. These are people that are coming to take care of your grandmother and change the sheets at the hotel. Uh, many of them are. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. coming here to work, but but a lot of them we don't know who they are, and they shouldn't just walk in, and they shouldn't just claim asylum. And we have 1.8 million got away. And, and we know half of the people that are in this country illegally landed at Sky Harbor. They didn't come across the border. Well, I they mean, overstayed a visa. They were jet skiing in Bruce oh, the other God. day. Did you right? see that? Yes, that's a thing in San Diego where they jet ski. I know from the Mexican side. I mean, obviously. San Diego and Mexico are six uh, inches apart, and they uh, they they were jet skiing and through the Pacific. I, the reason I asked should we should we stop talking about the border? Because for me, it's like one of the most important uh, issues that I think we're going to vote on this year. And the reason I I even asked that question. No, I don't think you can vote on the border. I think I don't think either party has any desire to fix it. Yeah, that's that's the I thing. don't I don't so, believe them. So because I, I, by, I'm by the way, I have facts and history on my side to prove they're <laughs> all pathological. Writers. I know, right? On both sides, politicians uh all they do is complain about the border yeah let's say everyday people like you and i i I think we complain about it we complain about the border we love to complain about the border i think a lot of people i think a lot of people tune into these these uh, tv news stations because they talk a lot about the border and it's their it's almost their entertainment it's it's like porn to them yes it's border porn right and so what are we doing We're, we're, we're clearly not going to do anything. No. Okay. Let me throw this out. No desire to fix it. Will Trump go in and try and fix it though? If he becomes the president, because I think. I don't think as much he can do with the laws the way they exist. Well, he could try and get, remain in Mexico again. He could sign executive orders. So remain in Mexico only works if Mexico agrees. Right. But yes, yes, yes. Mexico has not agreed to the remain in Mexico part. Yeah. Just like the, uh, the asylum, the first safe country you get to. That's That, that doesn't that, even count now. It, it do, requi- right? sure. it, but it, it requires the country that they're getting into to play along, well, and they're not. You, let me ask you about that. And how does Mexico stop people from leaving Mexico? They don't want to stay in Mexico. Right. They're merely transitioning. So the argument would be, and I can understand this from a Mexican standpoint, mm. you guys already have a wall. How do we stop them from climbing over it on our side? But isn't our asylum law, doesn't it state? <laughs> What? if you're from mexico mm-hmm. i mean not it doesn't literally state this like if you're from mexico mm-hmm. and you come to america to claim asylum yeah you have that right because we're the first country but if you come from somewhere in you ecuador know, yes uh, and then you go through wherever. mexico our, our asylum laws say you you can't do that you can't come into america unclear, unclear. I, it shouldn't be unclear yeah. i always understood it to be um if you're coming to america to claim asylum it, wherever you're coming from, the first place that you land, you claim asylum. Not here. It's We're not the, not the first, fourth place. I think, it, I think, and if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, I'm fine. It says something like the first safe country, and there's been an argument as to how safe Mexico oh, is. Oh, gosh. Well, well, just, if people are fleeing Mexico yeah. and you get to Mexico, you're like, well, I'm going to flee here also. Do you see what I'm saying? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I, listen, <laughs> no argument. I know. No argument. I know. Change the laws. Change the laws to address the situation as it exists, not the situation you wish it was. Cinema's bill would have ended catch and release. It would have added more detention beds. It would have increased deportation flights. Uh it would have uh they say quickly decided asylum cases. Um there's yeah. a lot there that could have secured the border, but you and I knew this from the very beginning when cinema started putting this together six months ago. It's an election year. Nothing's going to pass. No, no, not at all. Hey, uh, Bruce and Gatos, it is outspoken with the two of us for good to six. Gatos, you know what? Mm-hmm. It was 20 years ago today. The Sergeant Pepper taught the band. I'm kidding. It wasn't 20. It was 60 years ago, though, today that the Beatles landed in Le- New York. Hold on. Let me guess. Let me guess. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. You've got a story about meeting one of the Beatles. Yeah, I'll tell it to you next. Oh, right here. I knew it! On KTAR. Outspoken. Bruce and Gatos. KTAR News. Wow. Listen, I. Like most people, I think most people love music on a certain level, right? And I want to believe that most people have an appreciation for the work the Beatles did and how they really did revolutionize and change music. It's amazing, right? There's no Taylor amazing. Swift with us, okay? <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> exactly. Did any of them get married to a football player? Okay, then. <gasps> um, what was that song from? So that was actually the Beatles performing live on the Ed Sullivan Show mm-hmm. sixty years ago. 60 years ago this so, week. So 60 years ago today. Oh, today, t- okay. they landed. Do you ever remember that famous, uh, there, there's a video of them landing at JFK. And, you know, back in the days, it, tell us to the kids in the room, they don't know this, before the TSA, you could go out to the gates and stuff. And I mean, like, there's people everywhere in this airport. This airport is full of screaming girls. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a motorcade. They stayed in downtown New York. Screaming girls everywhere. It's It's historic video nutty right and uh that was 60 years ago they then so the the anniversary of being on the ed sullivan show will be on friday would have been 60 years ago that they performed and that was their first time touching touching down in america do you know what i'm saying and it really started a whole revolution uh uh, 60 years ago i've watched a lot of documentaries Mm -hmm. uh by the way there's some really cool ones out there if you even if you're not a huge fan of the beatles there is HBO Max, or whatever they call it, Max these Max days, now, yeah, has a documentary about George Harrison that is unreal. I had no idea. Oh, I'd say I had no idea. And um, Apple recently did one where Paul McCartney sat down with Rick Rubin, a record producer, and they had the original reel to real, the original tracks they recorded things on. Yeesh. And they actually, like, would... would Isolate the guitar or the drum And talk about like building these songs Oh my gosh Just amazing stuff I, And doing things that no one had ever done in music before The Beatles reminds me of my mom Yeah My mom loved the Beatles Loved, loved, loved the Beatles Did she have a favorite? No I Okay I don't think so I thought a lot of, I thought a lot of people had to have, you know, you were really like, like, like you're team Paul yeah. or team George or team Ringo. But every know? time I hear a Beatles song, I think Mine of my mom. Your mom. That's a I good thing, I love right? the Beatles because my mom loved the Beatles. So I, um. I'm guessing you met them. Well, <laughs> my my Forrest Gump life, this one had nothing to do with the music industry. Okay. Right. I was living in Tucson. Now I, I was working on the radio down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to 93.7 KRQ, Tucson's only hit music okay. station. Okay. Uh, I was a baby DJ just on the radio. And I, um, I would be on the air. I did the night, nighttime show, and then I would like go out and do the night climb, night gigs, you know, the nightclubs and stuff. So I would go home around one in the morning, and there were the twenty four hour supermarkets, and I'd go shopping at one in the morning. And on my way home, I'm like, yeah, nobody in the store. I'm good with that. And I'm at, uh, I want to say it was called Abco back in the day. Uh, it was, uh, I remember Abco. Yeah, the Abco. Um, and I'm, it's one of those things. There's not a lot of people in the store at one in the morning. So you're driving along, you got your little cart, and I don't have a shopping list because I'm a guy. <laughs> I start at the right side of the store and I work my way to the left. Okay, just go up an aisle, down the other, and I look for things that I think I need. Mm. Oh, I'm out of mayonnaise. What's the matter? In there? And I pass a guy who's kind of doing the same thing. This is John Lennon. I'm leaving the show right so now. So I pass a guy, and I'm like, that looks a little familiar, but you don't say anything. But then you get to the next aisle, and you, like, you pass him again. And this time I knew who it was. At one in the morning. At One in the morning. And I stopped and I said, Mr. McCartney. Come on. I said, my mom would kill me if I didn't stop and say hello to you. Oh, my. And he said, send my love to your mom. Goodness. And I said, um... I work on in the radio business. I work on radio here, and I'm going to talk about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just don't want it to be a surprise. I'm going to mention. Wait, this he's on listening the radio. To you as well. He's probably not listening, but I'm going to mention this. He's said Tucson with and Paul I said, In Tucson. Hold on, I'll tell you. And I said, "What can I? What can I say? What, can I give a message?" And he said, yeah. "He goes. I love Tucson." No, he doesn't. And he said, "I. What I really like is that, like you, people." can come up and we can you know and people recognize me we have normal conversations and that it's not too hectic and so that was the message I passed on that that's why Paul lived there so so he's a liar Paul lived there doesn't like Tucson he lived there ranch in Tucson nice. 49ers country club I take it back he's not a liar Linda McCartney was from Tucson mm-hmm. I didn't know that and so they lived part of the year in Tucson and I'd always heard that people had like Paul McCartney sightings but I didn't believe him I had no until idea. I ran into him in the freaking grocery store <laughs> in the middle of the night who are you, Manta? wait how do you do that? This is ridiculous. You get around. I you do, do things. things. You're you're in a grocery. You're in a gas station, you're a basically. Celebrity I'm at an Abco, and I run into Paul McCartney. No, I most... don't even think to ask him why are you shopping. I at one in the at morning, morning in the morning of one all of the times. So he wouldn't run into anybody. Probably. Oh would yeah, you think? you're right. Yeah, he's not going to go at 5 o'clock on a Friday. And I can't stand Tucson, and I always joke about Here Tucson. We go. I had no idea that he had a ranch in Tucson. Yeah, he lived at Him and Linda lived in, in Tucson for quite some for time. All, for all the places that Paul McCartney could live, he chose Tucson. Well, I think Linda chose Tucson and he had to go along with the game. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's how it happens when you're married. Is there anyone the is. else that you've bumped into in like a grocery store? In a grocery store. Or, no. you know, a Circle K or something that we need to get out? Uh, 7-Eleven, does that count? All right. Who'd you meet at 7-Eleven? Well, I'm, I was looking at the time. I was worried about that. Who did you? You want to hold Joe me? Pesci? You met Joe Pesci at a 7-Eleven? Here? No. Oh. In, in L.A. When I lived All in L.A. Right. I'm done. Okay. Sorry. I can't believe the stories that he has about people that he's met. I wish I could make them. I mean, I could make them. I can't make no. these up. No. No, you can't make that up. Paul it up. McCartney. It's outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Paul we are back McCartney. on the other side of it. Have we created Wait. an entire society? Uh, despite my stories. Where we minimize social interaction. We'll dig into it next on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Something. Winger or something. Oh my god, like nineties hairband rock or something. All right. Anyway. Hey, uh, it's outspoken. It's Bruce. It's Gatos. Thank you for spending some time with us. Gatos, I figured out the WhatsApp thing. Oh, good. You were trying to get like uh I want. I want to people get like are, a community on yeah. WhatsApp so we can like have conversations and like text during the show. So these are like people that are listening to the show that can get yeah. involved in in this and, and they can text and curse us out. It's a great idea, Bruce. Okay, I might not have thought this all the way through. <laughs> it's a great idea. Uh, you 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 weed through the good ones. <laughs> I I uh, I created a channel. It's called a channel on on uh, on WhatsApp. Okay, it's just if you go to channels, you look at Outspoken with Bruce Candles. Good and and uh, and you can then text me during the show. Weed well, it out don't for use, me. Don't, don't use Show profanity. me only the good ones. Don't use profanity. No. Like, let's are you talking it. to me using profanity? No, or, guy, got those it. are you people that are about to text me on the damn show, okay? Um, you just used profanity right there. You said I the word damn. Can't, I can't, Becky, I can't. has anyone said the word damn in the six o'clock hour in the last few years? It was three um, times just I now. I don't think so. When Is the, the damn dam broke? Wow. Dam broke, we had a, a damn over a dam top of I don't know that we have any dams breaking in Arizona. There's a lot of that. Hey, do you remember... Let's go back in the way way back machine. Let's go with uh, junior high, high school. Did you get any of you take a bus to school? Did were you bust? No. Any bus you didn't know bus? No. My mom drove us. Where where was this? It was in New Jersey. In Jersey. Yeah. Mom drove you to school, like, forever? Like, you never took a bus? No, never took a bus. I took a bus in elementary school. Elementary school? Okay, so I lived across the street from the elementary school, so I could walk to that. I think I might have in in middle school. Middle school? I think. And, like, the first couple years of high school, I I rode the bus. Yeah. Guess what? What? For the first time in American history, more than half of students... Are driven to school in a private vehicle. That the, the bus is going the way of the buggy whip. I don't think kids want to be around other kids. They, they want to be in the backseat of their mom's car, their dad's car. The and back they of wanna, the bus is ten times better wanna, than mom's car. They want to be on their phone. <laughs> I'm, I'm the just bu- you. Come on, you, the things you could do on a bus. I don't know what you do on a bus. What do you do on a bus? I really can't get into the All right, you can't get into the We can't say that in the six o'clock I used to sit next to Jennifer. Jennifer was. She was, smelled pretty. All right, on the bus. I like that. All right. You think it's because the bus shows up so early and people don't want to have to get out there and wait I, on the bus? I, I can also. I, you know what? I'll I'll add this. i will add, add to this. Okay. That kids want to would rather sit in their parents' back seat and and be taken. Uh, I think I think kids are tardy all the time. I think that so you're always running late. And yeah, always, I think that's part of it. They're always running late. Well, why are kids more tardy today than they were when we were growing up? The bus left at whatever time and you had to be there and get on it. And if you didn't, guess what? You were in a world of trouble. Well, it yeah, it's my mean, responsibility to get to the bus. Right, right. But I, I think, I think that that kids these days, um, you know, they always say you have to. These kids have to sleep more. They yeah, really don't. They, don't. they wake up exhausted. Okay, they're dragging their rear ends. And they'll, you know, part of the time they probably don't make the bus. And that means mom or dad is mostly saying, all right, forget the bus. I'm going to drive you. You touched on something and I think there's something to be said for it, although you missed out on the opportunity to, to ride on the bus. Okay. So much of school is about the social interaction. It's about making friends. It's about being around people who maybe aren't like you, you know, and, and meeting new people. I, I think school's a big part of that. And the bus, to me, was a big part of that. I, 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 there are people on the bus I wouldn't have a class with. They were in other classes, things like that. The bus was a a microcosm. It was a little United Nations painted yellow, <laughs> driving, <laughs> driving through Tucson, taking me to Secret Junior High and Santa Rita High School, for goodness sakes. And now these kids today, they're missing out on the bus experience, which means they're missing out on the interactions. 53% of students in the country were either driven or drove themselves to school in a private vehicle. 2022. Now, I started driving myself in my sophomore year. huh. Middle sophomore year, I started driving myself. Well, that's the best part. I was 14. Oh, what do you mean you were 14? You can't drive. What? I don't get it. Yeah, I was driving when I was younger than I should be. You drove a car at fourteen? I started driving at thirteen. I didn't drive to school till I was in fourteen or so. Your parents let you drive at fourteen? Don't really know they knew. Don't really know that they knew. Well, I was with my dad and dad certainly didn't know. Dad Dad nor did did he care. Dad dad let you do it. (laughs) I used to do my paper route in the car. I would, I would deliver papers, and I, that's how I kind of really learned how to drive around the neighborhood, was wait, just wait, wait, throwing wait, wait, papers wait. out of the car. You're, you, you, wait, you're, you're, this isn't texting or driving. You're tossing papers and driving? And delivering newspaper, I was a paper boy. was my first job You ever. got one hand on the wheel and another hand on a paper? Yeah, and then on that's Sundays. Not, and you're 14? And yeah, 13, 14. And on Sundays, wow. it was a really big paper back in the day. That's right. About the coupons. I made my maggot brother sit in the trunk. Did you call the, him a maggot? The maggot. Okay. Uh, so the trunk, with the trunk open, and the papers <laughs> in there, and then he would have to like run and throw them up. I'd stop at the house, and he would have to run and throw it up on the front door. Did you I split the right. money with him? I wouldn't say I split it. I think I gave him a little bit. He was too. He was younger. He didn't know how. He much. didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know what the whole enterprise was worth. So he just got cents on the dollar. I'm sorry. We really gone to left field. It's on okay. This. Don't kid. I, I. I. I'm thinking that. Put it this. Way. I'm, this is what I'm thinking about a, bu- a yellow school bus. Yellow school bus. I'm seeing kids in the bus yeah. on their phone, not talking to a single person. You think that's what they would be doing anyway on a bus? Oh, now? you know what? You may be right. See, that's just what yeah. I'm thinking. Because so Maybe. you 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 took it well. You were on the bus you, when, For a you while. when you weren't driving. You weren't driving. You're 14 I took, I took junior high. I took the bus but, a lot. But but yeah. But you had to. You were forced to talk to, to people. Yeah. Right now it we, was a social experiment. Right now we see kids sit next to each mm. other and they're they're texting other people. So I'm just thinking that the bus these. So days, we're creating an. But, but it's not just phones. But think about this. We also like self checkout. You know, so you don't have to deal with a uh, a a, a cashier, checker yeah. cashier. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Like we've created a world. Whether it's a phone in your face or through technology, where you just don't communicate with other people, like think of airplanes. I mean, you used to have to go and check in, and they gave you a little thingy, and you had to show your ID. Everything's on a phone now. Everything's a, it was a, you spit it, you scan it, you're on the plane. You don't ever have to communicate with anyone. Well, like there's some of you that are going to dinner right now. Maybe you're going to pick up some dinner, right? Maybe you know you're you're going out to Chinese tonight. Yeah, and you get in line. You get there. You get in line, right? And you're you're going to pick up the food. And do you ever talk to anybody in line? Nobody does that. They, they will literally take their phone out, and they'd rather talk to their. It's phone like uncomfortable, they, right? They're checking Facebook about people they really don't care about. No, I was, um, you know, the, you but know, no one like. But again, that's that racist you know, guy you went to high school with. You got to keep up with what he's doing no. on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Tell so, me he's not. All right. So do we need to make a more concentrated effort to remedy this situation? <sighs> How do you remedy it? Make an effort to speak to somebody. Most people don't want to speak to And I'll give you another example why people, why people don't want to speak to you. You know what You know what the easiest way for to tell if someone doesn't want to talk to you? They get the earbuds in. They get the white apple earbuds in. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like they, the international don't right. talk to me. I wear them on they, planes because I don't want to talk to anybody on But that's on a plane. okay. A lot of people don't like to talk on planes. Yeah, But I see people around the office wearing them. Yeah, that's and really, they, a little and weird. They don't, I see people in the at the really? grocery store. Yeah. I see, yeah, everywhere. But I, I won't. I won't have a conversation with somebody because I assume they're on the phone. Because I don't want. know why else you would have the little earbud in your ear. They don't want to have to stop and chat with you. And so that is a that is they're put. They're not that's, actually listening to anything. They just don't want me to talk to it's them. It's funny. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. But do you have to listen to music twenty four seven with right, your earbuds in? Right. I mean, I like are music, you really? not that much. But are you really scared that someone's going to come up to you and say, "Hey, how's it going?" You're like, I don't know what to do because I've never said hello to anybody. <laughs> I've got these earbuds in. I've never said alone to <laughs> anybody. That gets into like, and, and you've got kids in your world. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm a proud are they, stepdad. Are they, will they look in people in the eye? Are they good at that? Yeah. Okay. Because I to tell you, my goddaughters. Yes. Who I love dearly and they've grown up and they are wonderful young ladies. When they were younger, like we'd go to a restaurant, like, you know, Uncle Bruce would take them out to Chili's because that's where cool, cool uncles take their goddaughters. Um, Is this true? And we're at Chili's, and I'm like, you know, the waiter comes up. What would you like? And they would look at me mm-hmm. and tell me what they want. And I, I would go, the waiter's right here. You yeah. gotta, you gotta look at that. But they, you know, they just weren't used to like looking at people in their yeah, eyes. They, yeah. they looked down thing. at everything, and it's I'm like, like no, no, like, no, no, look, look at it. Tell him what you want. I don't care what you are eating. You know what I'm, I'm not not making it. it. I do see this though. I do see people li- like I, my wife and I went out for ice cream a couple weeks ago, and there was like a little kid that was in front of us, and the, the parents said. Tell them what you want. I like that. Yeah. Teach them. And them. then the kid took 10 minutes oh, and he wanted yeah, to taste everything. Idea. Bad idea. And well, then I'm like, look I'm not eating my mint chocolate chip. Look good on paper. Just didn't didn't work out. That's Kato's. why you go to that ice cream store, so you can taste there it you all. Go. Hey, win tickets to see legendary comedian Jeff Dunham. He's coming to the Footprint Center February 21st for the Still Not Cancelled Tour. Just head over to the contest page right now at KTR.com. You get complete details and your chance to win. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos and i think we're going to we're going to check in with our uh, our our ai assistant tina tina coming up next on ktar the gatos big q poll question brought to you by your valley toyota dealers All right, here we go ktar.com right side of the page yep the house bruce voted to impeach homeland security secretary Alejandro mayorquez and, and it failed yeah It failed. He's awful at his job. This is why I ask Do you think he should have been fired, yes or no? Um, Let me hit the yes button for a 10th time today. 59% say yes, 41% say no. I have a feeling you're going to disagree. No, I have no problem with him being fired. He should be fired, not impeached. Impeached is high crimes and misdemeanors. Disagreeing with someone on policy Mm -hmm. is different. From firing them for not doing their job, you make all the sense in the world. I do, but my emotional side said I wanted him to be fired. Well, fired and is it, fine, but, but if but impeached, he is fired. If if impeached is embarrassed, I'd be fine because the guy is. But he would have left if he got impeached because the Senate wasn't going to vote to. But him. I wanted Embar- I wanted embarrassment. Yeah, I wanted him to be. Embarrassed. Well, instead, it embarrassed Republicans that they forgot how to count. And do you know how they, did forgot they forget how to, count? how to count? Yeah, they thought they had the votes, but you, did you hear what happened? No, they scheduled the vote thinking that one of the Democrats was having surgery. Okay. Uh, Representative Al Green, not that Al Green. What they didn't know is, apparently, like, the D's got onto this, Uh-huh. and Al Green checked himself out of the hospital and showed up in hospital scrubs with a physician to vote. Circus over there. It's a complete circus. Yeah. That's how stupid it all we is. We know Moyercus May- is a total bum when it comes to I certainly could argue he could be fired for incompetence. Right. Impeached is a standard, a constitutional standard that hasn't been met by any stretch. Um, This is very important. Okay. You know, we have our own artificial intelligence on the show. We do. So Tina is our official AI on the show. Okay. And at times, you know, Bruce, we ask Tina like a question. Sure. Let's do it now. Uh, Tina, uh, what are people talking about today? In the Valley. In the Valley. Tina, what do you got? Did you hear about the Chandler woman who spent her COVID stimulus check on supporting terrorism? What a dummy. Even Bruce wouldn't do that. I'm not taking any offense to that. Okay, what happened? You aren't kidding. Really? Tina's right. Yeah, let me introduce you. Okay. Let me introduce you to Jill. Jill Jones. All right. Jill, back in 2020, she got a stimmy check, COVID stimulus check. She took $500 of her stimulus check and bought a prepaid credit card and then sent the card's information to who she believed were members of Al-Qaeda that were going to buy scopes for rifles to kill Americans. She sent 500 bucks. What she didn't know is she was talking to an FBI agent this entire time. <laughs> and that she basically incriminated herself and... Uh, Jill is uh, going to jail. She's going to federal prison. Uh, She was sentenced to 78 months in federal prison for attempting to use her stimulus check uh, to support alcohol. And she lives in Chandler. Used to. There's a vacancy in Chandler (laughs) right now because she's going to Florence or somewhere else. If you remember the stimulus check, you got, there were three of them. Is and that how many there were? I think so. You had to qualify. If you made over a certain amount of money, the government yeah. was not going to send you a no check. No, should they? Right. Okay. So the first check was 1200 bucks. <whistles> the second check was $600. hmm And the third check was $1,400. we are not doing math, are we? I can do this in my head. Okay, you do it. No, I can't do it. Okay, so it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah, and, and well, she didn't send all of it to she, Al Qaeda. <laughs> come on. I wonder what Jill, else. Jill still was like, okay, I'll give you guys five hundred bucks, well, but else? come on, it, I need a little for myself. Mama, my, I need, I need a big screen TV. Maybe she's spreading it out to some other terrorist groups. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll send a little bit over to ISIS. Maybe I'll send a little bit of Al Qaeda. What is, what is need? Right, you guys, you need some little money coming your way. That, that is from my Stimmy check. That's unbelievable. How, here's my serious question: Ready. How do you get radicalized? By by that, how That's do you get so guessing? radicalized? That you are sending your money. You are you are literally looking up how do I how do I contact a member of Al Qaeda and how can I send that person money? I'm not an expert, but I have watched a video on this. Good, a couple of a couple okay. documentaries. The internet is a, is a great place where you get recruited. That's where you and, start. And there are people out there. At- and I, I wonder if she was recruited or she was looking. Be it's recruited. a combination of both. You go to certain pages, you start looking at certain things. Somebody reaches out to you. Hey, we have like interests. Yeah. Think about Facebook and and you know running into people on a page where you guys all like penguins or whatnot. Well, guess what? I'm, I'm just saying. I don't know if it's penguins or not, but they have this same thing, and they find these people who they believe are vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, maybe they are. You know, easily susceptible to something and they get money out of them or get them to join or whatnot. I mean, if she really believed in Al-Qaeda, she had, she had a lot more money than 500 bucks. Fly over there if you believe it. Show up. Go to Afghanistan. Walk yeah. around in the dirt over there. See how they treat you. Can I give a shout oh. out to Captain Dan, by the way? The guy from Forrest Gump? No. Different Captain Dan. Different Captain Dan. He flies uh, He flies big airplanes. So shout out to Captain Dan. He listens and texts me during the show. He has a lot of opinions on this. is that so? A lot of opinions. Listen, I'm all, I'm all for the shout out. I just don't know enough people to shout out. Fair enough. All right. You have a fun day? I had a fun day. You want to do it tomorrow? If Why not? We'll do it tomorrow. All right. We'll see you then.